Good morning. It's Thursday, April 16th, and the time is 10.45 a.m. We just came back from our third month appointment at the pediatrician's office for my daughter, and she was able to get her vaccines. There was a couple of things that I noticed that were different this time when visiting the doctor's office. Unlike what we were used to in our typical social interactions with our doctors, the pleasantries that's often exchanged and the side chatter and the jokes and the slight jabs, none of that was present this time. This time it was a matter of proficiency. It all started when we first got to the doctor's office. Upon descending the staircase into the basement office, the secretary met us outside and said, what is your name? And we told her, and she then told us to go wait in the parking lot and that she would call us when it's our time. The parking lot became the waiting room. We waited in the parking lot until we were called four people ahead of us. We entered in to the office soon thereafter and we were assigned room three. Our typical doctor, Dr. Farachi, didn't see us, but one of his colleagues did. He checked my daughter's ears. She had no ear infection, which is something we suspected she may have had earlier this week because she kept grabbing at her left ear. We also asked him to check her weight, which is typical of the physical routine. She gained some weight. She weighed in at 10 pounds and 12 ounces. Her circumference for her head was 38 inches. Her height was where we saw a staggering change. In our prior visit a month ago, she was measured at 22 inches and a quarter. This time around, she had grown a total of an inch and a quarter, leaving her at 23 and a half inches. She's getting tall, she's getting tall. Another thing that was special about this visit is that she finally got and was able to receive her her first set of earrings. Yeah, she got her ears pierced. The doctor used some U-shaped contraption, which housed on one end the back end of the earring and the other end the, the pointer of the earring. And he essentially stapled them into both of her earlobes one at a time. And then he gave her her two vaccines for the day. I never heard my daughter cry so much or so loudly. It was, it was moving to hear her. Anyway, on the ride home, she was sound asleep. And now that we're here, she's still sound asleep. But this is the day when she received her first set of earrings. And this is the day when she received her three month vaccines. I'm so proud of her. I'm so excited to see the wonderful changes that she goes through as she grows. More updates soon. It's Thursday, April 16th. Today, my daughter reached an interesting milestone, and I'm so excited for her. Today, she finally broke out of her size 1 Huggies diapers and has climbed her little legs into our size 2 Huggies diapers, printed with the Winnie the Pooh logo. I'm super excited for her. In addition to having her ears pierced today and getting her three-month vaccinations, she's now fitted in a new size diaper. Can't wait for the journey to continue and to experience this maturation as it unfolds before us.
It's Thursday, April 16th, and the time is 11.20 p.m. We recently just had a conversation about what our goals would be for the approaching month of Ramadan. We know that the companions used to prepare for this beautiful, blessed month six months in advance. And so thinking over what my goals would be and what my family's goals are, it really made me wonder what everyone else's goals are out there and how practical the goals are. One of the things that I've taken away in my field as a special educator is the ability to write goals that are measurable. Super important to write goals that are measurable because you can have great goals and you should have amazing goals and keep your expectations high, but at the same time, have goals that are measurable and meaningful and appropriate. Too often, People set goals to read the entire Qur'an in the month and yet not understand or gleam a glimpse of the meaning of what they're memorizing. There's definitely a barakah in reading the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no doubt about it. However, I think there's a more transformative experience awaiting to be tapped into if people knew what they're reading. And I think that's only achieved by either delving more deeply into a book of tafsir or listening to videos that break down the inner meanings and the subtleties behind the ayat that lecturers come to to realize after spending hours and hours of research on your behalf. So thinking about this, I started to decide what my personal goals are for this month. And what I've decided those goals would be are to focus on a specific portion of the Qur'an to really solidify my memorization of that portion, and then to also do an in-depth analysis of Surah Baqarah. Another thing to note is that, inshallah, as this month approaches, many people, given the COVID-19 pandemic, will be praying tarawih in isolation at home. And this is going to be a really interesting experience because far too often many of us would flock to the masajid at the mercy of the person who, who led us and the administration who led the evening's programs, sometimes subjected to overly, tediously, uh, enduring, grueling, long wait times between tarawih sessions because of fundraiser attempts or for whatever goals they may have. And sometimes that can be discouraging or they would be super discouraging experiences. This time, however, if you subtract the sometimes uh, heavy excuse that the mind weighs down on you, that is the excuse of having to travel so far to attend prayer, or the excuse of having to endure that grueling, long, and tedious speech in between the prayers. Now that we have the ability to cut down on all that, subtract that from the equation, I wonder if this month people, if they stay honest to themselves and their commitment, will find in themselves that this Ramadan may be one of the best Ramadans that they've ever experienced. Okay, for sure, they won't be able to socialize with their friends. And that is one of the most crucial, critical components of having the Ramadan vibe. The Ramadan vibe is so important, especially when you're having i'tikaf and you're seeing all the people you'd ever see and you get to be in their company and break bread with them. But maybe this is a, a moment that we all need to finally just reflect.